Hey, you beautiful bitches. It's Amanda. And Michaela. And this is Crime in the Dark. Welcome, welcome. Cute intro music. <laughs> yeah, there we go. There we go. It was like a little, little, like, bong, pong. What, what is it? Oh my God. Never mind. Fucking shoot me right now. Okay, so we're back. You guys have been tuning in. We've had some pretty heavy... Episode. I was like podcasts of episodes. We've had some pretty heavy episodes, and it's not stopping there. The last episode you heard, I believe, was Charles Manson, and that was part one. And today is not part two. <laughs> now we're breaking <laughs> it up. We're we're torturing you and giving you <sighs> Dennis Rader, aka BTK, and we'll give you part two sometime. Yep, you'll get it. Hun Manson family, you'll get it. We have so much by the time. Yeah, you'll get it. Don't worry. Eventually, Be- before the end of the year. No, I'm not. <laughs> totally like we'll just torture you down. We have plenty for you. Don't be stingy. But all right, well. We're going to go ahead and start this episode off with a huge trigger warning because BTK was fucking garbage. Like, garbage, okay? Fuck this motherfucker. And if you don't know what BTK stands for, he gave himself this nickname, Bind, Torture, and Kill, because that was his method. Fucking garbage. And not very smart. He had two brain cells working on that one, okay? Just two, and one of them is very sick. He gave himself, like, numerous names, but the one that wanted to stay right but like um okay so let's get started so dennis lynn raider and <laughs> oh my god don't spray sprite on tim's fucking computer it's just how you said lynn <laughs> <laughs> he was an american solar killer a serial killer also known as btk which you just went through that or the btk strangler or the btk killer because buying torture kill killer you know, that makes sense, you fucking dumbass. But between 1974 and 1991, you guys, that's not just a little bit of time. That's no. not just a little bit of time. That's 17 years this man did this shit. Okay? He killed 10 people in Wichita and Park City, Kansas, and sent taunting letters to police and media outlets describing the details of his crimes. Uh, after a over a decade-long hiatus, he resumed sending letters in 2004 and leading to his arrest in 2005 because he's a fucking dumb, qu- dumb shit. Like, you got away with it. You went on 10 years and you're like, you know what I'm going to do? It's been a while. And- yeah, I wonder if they remember the bind torture kill killer <laughs> moron my name's out of this i need to be back right he's like it's been that's been too long so he is currently serving 10 consecutive life sentences at the el dorado correctional facility and as of as always you know we like to give a little bit of background to our sick individuals that we research and talk about on here so raider was born on the shit stain on this earth was born on march 9th 1945 to dorothea may dorothea girl weren't you in a couple episodes ago not the same one but you get the point Dorothea May Raider and William Elvin Raider, one of four sons. So, you know, he had some brothers. Sources give Raider's place of birth at either Columbus, Kansas or Pittsburgh, Kansas. However, he grew up in Wichita. Both parents worked long hours and paid little attention to their children at home. And fucking Raider was like, oh my God, I've been ignored and I'm going to resent her for it. Like, fuck off, dude fuck off but yeah that's that's the background of that little shit stain there you know i'm pretty sure there's more oh i'm sure there's more too but like 
that's you know do I start that's the start do I have to go I'm I really hope there's no children that listen to this because he should have just been a cumbubble on his mom's ass okay but whatever (laughs) but whatever I digress anyways trigger warning okay here we go so from a young age raider harbored sadistic sexual fantasies about torturing trapped and helpless women because you know he's angry at his mommy so he also exhibited exhibited zoo sadism by torturing killing and hanging small animals because it's a fucking shit psychopathic tendencies shown right you know, there i wonder how many times i'm gonna say piece of shit now during this episode let's do a drinking game guys <laughs> because he's a piece of shit i'm sorry he is like he is he is obviously my like like uh, i fucking hate him anyways okay I digress again. So Raider acted out sexual fetishes for voyeurism, autoerotic asphyxiation, and cross-dressing. He often spied on female neighbors while dressed in women's clothing, including women's underwear that he had stolen and masturbated with ropes or other bindings around his nar- arms and neck. So thing was wrong with wearing the opposite sex or wearing clothes that make no. you feel comfortable. The problem is he's a piece guy of shit. Is a piece of shit. <laughs> So there's a double shot for you right there. <laughs> so after graduating from Wichita Heights High School, Raider attended Kansas Wesleyan University, but received mediocre grades and dropped out after one year. Why? Because he's a dumb fuck. Stupid shit. Fucking piece of shit. Anyways, he served in the United States Air Force from 1966 to 1970. On did he get into the Air Force if he didn't even graduate? It was a weird time in the 70s, okay? 60s and 70s. They were like, you want to sign up? We're going to sign you up. I don't think grades had anything to do with that other Air point. Force is one of the hardest ones to get into nowadays, at least. Yeah. On discharge, he moved to Park City, a suburb of Wichita, where he worked in the meat department of an IGA supermarket where his mother was a bookkeeper. Raider married Paula Dietz on May 22nd, 1971, and they had two children, Carrie and Brian. Um, he attended Butler County Community College in El Dorado, earning an associate degree in electronics in 73. He then enrolled at Wichita State University and graduated in 79 with a Bachelor of Science degree majoring in administration of justice. So he must have gotten it. He was not dumb. The, like, he must have gotten his, like, down. He's stupid, but he's not dumb, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, he got, he, he got an education. You know what I'm saying? He must have gotten his, like, a... You don't get a diploma, you get your um, GED. Exactly. You gotten that then. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, that doesn't surprise me because he had to have done something to keep to, to get to at least college at least. Exactly. So, Raider initially worked as an assembler for the Coleman Company, an outdoor supply company. Hey, Coleman, we all know that name, right? He then worked at the Wichita-based offices of ADT Security Services, another name everybody knows, from 74 to 88, where he installed security cams or security alarms as a part of his job. In many cases, four homeowners concerned about the BTK killings. Raider was a census-filled operations supervisor for the Wichita area in 89 before the 1990 federal census in 91 in may of 91 raider became a dog catcher and compliance officer in park city in this position neighbors called him uh, i'm sorry in this neighbor <laughs> you fucking tainted me in, <laughs> i got you in this position neighbors recalled him as being sometimes overzealous and extremely strict 
as well as taking special pleasure in bullying and harassing single women. One neighbor complained that Radar... Radar? <laughs> Radar? It's... I hate you. I hate you so much. Can you I love you. Lost my episode. Yeah. Radar. Freaking actor. <laughs> okay. Anyways, one neighbor complained that Raider killed her dog for no reason. Raider was a member of Christ Lutheran Church in Wichita and had been elected president of the church council. He was also a Cub Scout leader. Ugh. It just brings me back to like, uh, which is another one of my like, I hate to say this, but my faves, like one that I want to cover is Gacy. Just okay. like just being able to put themselves into society and make it to where you're like, what? No ways. Which they were like okay. uh, the guy that was local to us. They were like saying, you would have never thought. Yeah. Uh, Daryl Keith Rich. Yep. Yeah. You would have never thought. You would have never thought. They all say it. All of them say it, it's and then you're like, oh, fucking dumb. It's dumb. Anyone can be a serial killer. It's scary. Anyone. Anyone. Including Michaela. David, she could too. I could, but I'm not going to out myself. Shit. Why would I out myself? I outed you. I'm kidding. But don't look at me like that. If I don't appear on the next episode, you guys, um, she's killed me. She's finally done it. She BTK'd me. No, we talked about this. I'm a cult leader, not a serial killer. Okay, yes, that's right. <laughs> I'm the serial killer. I'm like the direct. No, I'm not a serial killer. I'm probably just one that snaps and then just goes on a killing spree and then that's it. You know what I mean? Like, when I mean that, I mean like just like. Still a serial killer if you go on a killing spree. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Try to find a loophole. Whatever. <laughs> um, Still a thing, dude. So that's just some background on his piece of shit life. So let's get into his crimes because, you know, that wasn't where <laughs> I fucking hate him. Anyways, I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. <clears throat> so I can't stress this enough that there are trigger warnings for his crimes. If you cannot handle child abuse, torture, sexual assault, etc., please listen to one of our less brutal episodes. We do have a really nice uh, bonus episode coming out and, you know, we'll totally We're see you. out by now. Yes. And we will totally see you next week for another true crime episode or paranormal. So yeah, we'll give you a few seconds to hit that stop button if you want to, but everybody else, buckle in. We're here for a wild ride. So on January 15th of 74, four members of the Otero family were murdered in Wichita, Kansas. The victims were Joseph Otero, age 38, Julie Otero, age 33, Joseph Joseph Otero Jr., age 9, Josephine Otero, age 11. Their bodies were discovered by the family's three older children, Charlie, Danny, and Carmen. That's so fucking sad. Who had been at school at the time of the killings. He had strangled the four Otero family members and left semen, though none of the victims had been sexually assaulted. (sighs) So gross. God damn it, so gross. He's disgusting. God, piece of shit. Raider took a watch from the home and he would acquire souvenirs often underwear from subsequent victims doesn't surprise me a lot of people a lot of serial killers will take souvenirs yeah oh yeah so three months later in april of 74 raider targeted a 21 year old woman Catherine bright who was another coleman employee after breaking into her house however he also encountered her brother who managed to escape despite being shot Raider fa- fatally stabbed the woman before fleeing. That's so fucking sad. Her dad, her brother interrupts like, what the fuck is happening? He shoots him. Her brother leaves to get help and he fucking stabs her to death. Yeah, it's so disappointing. Oh, so, 
So then later that year in October, he wrote a letter detailing the January murders and saying that the code words for me will be, oh God, I fucking hate this. And this is a quote by him. He says that the code words for me will be bind them, torture them, kill them, BTK. Fucking moron. He left a note in a book at the Wichita Public Library and it was eventually recovered by the police. Eventually. He's such a uh, self-proclaimed. I hate that. Well, he's the one that was like, you can call me this or this or, or not this or whatever. You're still this comfortable. Oh, you're not calling me by what I want. Okay. Well, then we're going to BTK. This is what you call me, bitches. Exactly. Exactly. This is what I am. Garbage. Trash. And not like me. Okay. Do not. This is, I am like recycled trash. Okay. I get to like come back as something different. He gets burnt. That's it. He's fucking done. Mush. Garbage. Straight garbage. By the way, we were on. <laughs> I love you. Okay, so over the next two decades, Raider killed five more women. So two decades, you guys. Five more women. His sixth victim was strangled in March of 77 after he locked her three young children in the bathroom. The victim's name was Shirley Van, and her children got away and gave a vague description. Following the death of his next victim in December of 1977, where he bound and strangled 25-year-old Nancy Fox, Raider heads to a payphone to point police to his handiwork. You will find a homicide at 843 South Perishing. He fucking... He bluntly tells the 911 dispatcher. I love how you're into abusing, like, how you're doing his voice. <laughs> Raider grew irritated by the lack of media coverage because it's like, oh, I feel like he, like, did this because, like, around the time he's more like watching Manson, like, with trials after the 70s and everything. Everyone's all, oh, yeah. like, you know, there's, oh, God, it just irritates me. It just irritates me. I'm sure same time Zodiac's out, I'm sure. So, in a letter... To a local TV station, he wrote, and I quote, How many people do I have to kill before I be can get a name in the paper or some national attention? The result coverage helped set off a panic. So why do I feel like this is very similar to like he's trying to mimic or be very close to the Zodiac? Yeah. Because the Zodiac was infinite. Who else and was it that wrote fucking in, uh, what was the guy, the weepy... The uh, the guy that would call. You know what I'm talking about. And he called the police station building. You gotta talk me down from it. Oh my God. I just killed a woman. And like literally like, you can't help me. Like it was, it was just disgusting. Just disgusting. So in April of 79, Raider lies in wait for Anna Williams, but gives up and leaves when the 63 year old woman takes too long to return home. Less than two months later, Williams learns of her brush with death when she receives several of her personal items by Mel along with a poem titled, Oh Anna, Why Didn't You Appear? Terrifying, you guys. Oh yeah. She realizes that it's about her and you're like, oh shit. Right, you're like, what the fuck? That's when you move out of the area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not down, not on a different side of the neighborhood. No, you move oh, out of the country. Okay. So then he waited eight years before murdering a neighbor in her home in 85. After an evening of bingo and dinner with her boyfriend, 53-year-old Marine Hedge was taken from her home. He reportedly later took her body to his church where he photographed her in bondage. God. Yeah, that just, that was gross to even get out of my mouth. I'm sorry, you guys. 28-year-old mother of two was killed in September of 1986. Bill Wergirl returns home for lunch to find his two-year-old son sitting by himself and his wife, Vicky, dead in their bedroom. 
in the absence of other credible evidence, the husband became the primary suspect in Vicky's death. And that's oh, fucking that's sad, too. Color. It might have been. I thought it was like the weepy eye killer or the weepy. He said um, his was uh, one of the victims uh, in lipstick on the wall. He wrote, for heaven's sakes, catch me before I kill more. I can't control myself. Uh, mate, no, I know. This guy was like straight calling the police station. I'll have to find it and we'll we'll cover it soon because you're going to be like, what the fuck? And I'll do voices for him too. Don't okay. worry. This one's giving me ideas like the lipstick killer. Yeah. Son of Sam called. That okay. was letter alone. But he, yeah, and he literally did letters. In January of 1991, Raider committed his last murder. Raider threw a cinder block through a sliding door at the home of retirement. Tyree Dolores Davis, age 62, strangled her to death and left her body by a bridge. The cases from March of 77 to January 91 went cold. Like, they could not figure them out whatsoever. In 2004, on the 30th anniversary of Raider's first murders, a local paper ran a feature in which it speculated that the killer had either died or been imprisoned. Raider responded by sending various evidence from his ninth murder, notably a copy of the victim's driver's license as well as photographs of her body to a reporter. For the next year, he sent packages to the media or simply left items around Wichita. He often used cereal boxes, possibly a reference to serial killer. Fucking, I fucking hate this man. To hold drawings, crime souvenirs, including photographs, written descriptions of the murders, and even dolls posed to mimic the various deaths. Oh, God. But the cereal boxes, that shit, I'm like, you just wanted so much fame out of this. In January of 2005, police received a break after recovering, oh, guess what? A cereal box. That included a note in which Raider asked police whether they would be able to trace a floppy disk he wanted to send to them. Through a classified ad, law enforcement officials indicated that it would be safe. Oh, yeah, listen to that. <laughs> Such an idiot. He sent them a disc, and when the police quickly traced it to his church where he served as president of the congregation, Raider's CNA was then matched to the semen found at the very first crime scene. He was arrested in February of 2005, where he was heading home from the office to have lunch with his wife. And he soon confessed to the crimes and expressed shock that the police had lied to him. How dare you lie to me about a floppy disk? Like, motherfucker, it was 2005. You didn't think that they had the knowledge to figure out where that came from? He's an idiot. Stupid piece of shit. I don't know. He's a fucking moron. (laughs) Oh, God. In June 2005... Raider pleaded guilty to 10 counts of first-degree murder in August 2005, having committed his murders before Kansas reintroduced the death penalty in 94. The BTK killer received a sentence of 10 consecutive life terms of prison for a minimum of 175 years without the possibility of parole. And there you have it. Um, I believe that motherfucker is still rotting in prison. He is. Good. So our hearts definitely go out to his victims and their families, and we hope that BTK rots in hell. That's in those always are in a miserable life in a prison. I need some fucking, I need something after that. That was a lot. That was a whole lot. Yeah. No, he better be having a miserable time in prison. Seriously. Yeah, you know, he's still alive. He's still there. I did, Garbage. I looked it up. Hot garbage. All right, my loves, that's it. That's all. A little short mini episode for you guys. You know, I like, I talk fast, so you might have to slow down the, the speaking. But here we are. Um, 
as usual, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Crime in the Dark. <laughs> Check out our Etsy at Crime in the Dark. We have new stuff coming out soon. All newer stuff. New design and new to you stuff, okay? <laughs> and then um, if you want to support us, support us on Patreon or buy me a coffee. Mm-hmm. 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 Sorry, I had indigestion, so I had to just hum it out. <laughs> I'm old. <laughs> what do you want from me? But yeah, no, you guys, definitely check it out. We have some things in the works. We're getting some balance now that we're back in the loop of things. We've only had one person on buy me a coffee. So if we can get some more people, preferably on Patreon, I mean, either one's fine, but it would help, you know. I like buy me a coffee better than Patreon. Okay, well then, you know what? Fuck Patreon. Donate to buy me a coffee because if we can get you guys on there, we can get some stuff going. We have some bonus content for you guys that we'll start doing. The bonus content is easier to work with on buy me a coffee than it is Patreon. Perfect. You heard it here first. So we don't necessarily use that money to buy a coffee. We use it to put it back in the business and bring you guys some excellent cool stuff. But yeah, you'll get some behind the scenes, some videos of us being done. Like, you know. You know, this pausing of us and the looks that I give her. Yep. And the sideways, like, what? That I give her my double chins when I, like, roll waist backwards. You can hear it in my voice. <laughs> Anyways, enough babbling. We love you guys. We will see your beautiful fucking faces next time. We'll not see them. Like, I don't fucking know. I don't know. Don't look at me. Keep it creepy, guys. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> Fuck, I'm done. Perfect. <laughs>